You are listening to the audio version of the Kotold Digital Media Blog. My name is Bill Bryant, and I am a digitization volunteer. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy this post, which is entitled Vignetting in Archive Photographs, and was written by Mark Long and posted on the 14th of December 2018. Whilst digitizing the Conway Library, I often come across confusing visual anomalies. One example can be found on the bottom left photograph mounted in box 756, folder 7, item 25. The photograph is a view of the southern aspect of St Mary the Virgin Church in Ovingham, near Newcastle, which is said to have the tallest Saxon tower in the Tyne Valley. The photograph shows the church's southern transept with its pointed roof and narrow stained glass windows. The top of this photograph has a strange concave shadow, as though someone had curved their hand over their eyes to shield themselves from the sun. Understanding what has caused the image fraud requires a bit of a technical explanation. In this case, what we are seeing is an example of vignetting which happens when using large-format cameras capable of perspective adjustments. Anyone interested in mastering these issues should study the writing of the fantastic Ansel Adams. In his book, The Camera, Adams states that vignetting occurs when part of the negative area falls outside the image circle of the lens and thus receives no exposure. The photograph of Ovingham Church and another photograph of a pub in Laxfield, Suffolk are two such examples of vignetting. On the photograph of the pub, held in box 734, folder 1, item 5, dark shadows encroach on the top corners and the sky seems to blur slightly at these edges. What we can see in these examples is that the photographer has adjusted the camera movements to control perspective in order to construct an accurate representation of the building that is both aesthetically pleasing and free from distortion. Something that the photographs of the church and pub have in common is that the sides of the buildings are captured perfectly straight with none of the narrowing that you see when you look at a tall building. Imagine the camera as a box, with the lens on one side and the negative on the opposite side. Both the lens side and negative side can be shifted in order to adjust how light enters the camera and how it meets the negative. Photographers may use the tilt-shift technique to distort an image for aesthetic purposes, for instance, making vertical lines perfectly at right angles to the ground, rather than narrowing or widening with perspective. In making these adjustments, the photographers have inadvertently moved the lens out of the negative area, cutting off part of their image, either by tilting or shifting the front standard too far. A more skilled photographer would usually try and make the lens adjustments without causing the vignette effect. Here, the written blog has two diagrams to illustrate how tilting the lens can overcome the vignetting effect. These kind of errors are fascinating, as they exhibit the high levels of control required to practice the medium of photography successfully. 
this type of image control is still carried out today by architectural photographers when they choose to utilize tilt-shift lenses on modern digital cameras. Here, minimizing lens distortion and configuring perspective is incredibly important to meet highly rigorous visual requirements. If you are interested to find out more about vignetting, see the Ansel Adams Photography Series, Volume 1, The Camera, published by Little Brown in 2003.